0: All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's going on, buddy?
1: Hey, Sal, what's up? Oh,
0: man, exciting times, exciting times. Woke up this morning, my cowboys were in first place. I don't know. I didn't watch I just look at the standings. I don't really watch the games anymore. I'm like, I don't know. I woke up first place. Must must mean we did well last night, but uh doesn't matter. Harry taunting me wearing the uh Arizona Cardinals um size seventy five XL sweatshirt there. That's not
2: even a Cardinals. That's that's a Phoenix Coyotes jersey. Oh, he's is it? He Listen, can't oh, even, I couldn't even. Yeah, he's really tell. trying to taunt yeah. us with a Phoenix Coyotes
1: jersey. <laughs> nice, nice work, Harry. It's hundred and eight
0: degrees there, giant sweatshirt. <laughs>
1: Already went by uh, Kingsbury Kingsbury's house this morning to wish him congratulations on the win uh, from last night, and I gave you guys this game last week. Said oh, exactly how up. it's gonna what play. What do you mean out.
0: you wished him congratulations? What the hell? How'd that go? What what happened? Well, I just I didn't see him, but his trash. This is what you do. You pat the. It's like Oscar the Grouch move. You pat it on the top. Right. Uh, I don't know what's going on. We got a lot to cover. We're gonna go over six NFL games. Hey, the Dodgers Rays start. Game one tonight, World Series. Exciting. It's going to be a fun matchup. Big 10 football is back, thanks to me. I think I had a lot to do with that. I set up a call or something, and here we are. Uh, It's going to start at the end of the week. Um, We're going to go over odds for our best game there. We're going to take a a trip on the Riverboat Casino over some stuff, and then these fellas have their best bets. Lots and lots to get to. Um, Who's doing well? Someone's doing well. Oh, Harry, shit. (laughs) On extrapoints.com, these guys give out – free picks every single day. God bless them. We're nearing 100 days now uh, for this. And Harry, you have now put together a streak. You had lost a lot in a row. You kept quiet for a while, and then
1: you lost a lot. But now what is it, well, four in a row? Five in a row. Parlay Kid got me pissed, so I had to start, you know, turning <laughs> things around, turned it around with the, uh, you know, went head-to-head against Brian on Thursday, head-to-head on parlay with Parlay Kid on Saturday, took them both down, and I've hit five in a row. All right,
0: there you go. Going for six today. You want to just tell everybody? Is it separate? Your your six pick, or is you? Is it? Is it part of this? Uh,
1: p- part of your presentation today? Uh, it is not part of my presentation today. Okay. Uh, well, fucking tell us what it is then. <laughs> what the hell is it, Brian? I <laughs> don't. I don't know. Well, I, don't know. I didn't look. You know, you keep I'm trying, Brian.
0: To you know, because it's he went against you. Whatever it is, so that that's why you should. Know. It's the base. It's the ba- right, It's the baseball
2: game.
3: What did you do? It's got to be the baseball. Yeah, yeah his well, pick you,
2: was um, you first change, inning so. like zero, first zero, inning. right, right, exactly. First, right. Zero. Yeah. Harry's falling in love with these innings now. Like it's weird, right? So. I know,
0: I know. He claims to <laughs> have a strategy here, but uh, no,
1: no just, runs in the first inning. Minus the
0: strategy 14. is to drive Jim Cunningham crazy to send a video at uh, at midnight that that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> sideways? But anyway, Harry is winning, and as great as it is to brag about the bets you win, it's even more fun to complain about the ones. You took on the chin. It's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call Bet aches
4: When a bet makes you sick And you make the wrong pick It's a bet ache It's a bed ache
1: It's a
0: it is. It is I'm a Bed aches, by the way, brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. All right. I don't know where. I think I know where to start. Brother Brian, you had a great week. Uh, you led off the week. Couldn't be better, right? You cashed that Saints win over the Chargers. Am I getting that right? A
3: crazy, crazy yeah, I game. Won bo- I won, field I won both on that on the Saints Chargers last week. Um, yeah, and then you like, then you're like, I'm going to go on a pandemic betting spree like no one's ever seen before. <laughs> and, and then I Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then I got yeah. killed. It's funny. I got killed on, <laughs> oh my God, I got killed on Saturday. I had Lomachenko on, you know, it's one of those things I just uh, kept putting Lomachenko in everything. Even though I thought it was going to be a good fight, I just thought Lomachenko was going to win. I had him everywhere. Uh, I had the Pats everywhere. I, I God, I, I lost. This is the worst weekend I've ever had. I know we come on here and we complain and we we sound like we're losers all the time, but we do have some yes. winners in there. These last three days have really been—it's the worst stretch I've ever had. I I don't really know what I'm doing at this point. I have teams. I I had the Cowboys <laughs> on like seven teasers yesterday, getting 14 points and third. I've got, uh, so <laughs> I had, so the Cowboys are done. I'm not touching the Cowboys again. That is it. I'm not. I'm not. First I'm, not, place, I'm not touching it. You know, I used to. I, I'm sorry, I can't even get into my betting But with the Cowboys, I used to love betting against them just because it was funny. Like rooting against you guys, that was always fun for mm-hmm. it to to make profit in your misery. Yeah. But for some reason, this year I just keep backing down on teasers. It's fucking stupid. Now you know how we um, feel. Yeah. So, so I will say, look. So for my betting this week, though, I mean, geez, I have so many, but. Look, but I've spent my whole life watching sports 24-7. I seclude myself from the outside world. I don't talk to anyone. I have multiple <laughs> TVs in the house just so I don't can't talk to anybody. So I have Central yes. Florida. We've been bashing them like crazy this year, right? They've killed us multiple times. So I have them on a money line par money line to finish out a parlay. Um, but usually what happens, I've finished these games, but I actually stopped watching the game with like 15 minutes with five minutes left up twelve. I move on to other things. I have other games on. There's so much stuff on Saturday. Little do I know, I checked my phone like 45 minutes later, and I'm like, holy shit, they lost this fucking game. I can't believe it. I can't believe I lost this bet. Out of all the bets, I can't believe I lost this one. Um, So they're up 12 (laughs) with five minutes to go. Uh, They give up some fourth down conversions. Um, They have a chance um, to put the game away by completing a pass. The guy's wide open. It's a terrible throw. The guy drops it. Um, they miss a field goal at the end of the game, which Parlay Kid told me um, one of the Central Florida players wanted to fight his own kicker at the end of the game because he missed it. Yeah. Um, so that that's my bad ache. And to top it off, not only do I have the Cowboys, I I needed Zeke to score a touchdown last night to finish off a twenty to one parlay. They had they had oh, like fun. seven chance. I mean, he didn't deserve a touchdown. He should have been benched for the rest of the game. But he had they had like seven chances from the one yesterday with two minutes left. Um, I thought they were going to give it to him, and I lost that. So just, just, just a yeah. miserable, miserable goddamn weekend.
0: Brian, at Central Florida, they've killed me twice this week, and they're a team that just hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. They'll snap with like 28 <laughs> seconds left on the, on the clock. And it's like, I get it. That's your, that's your secret to success. But when you're up 12, you're trying to kill the clock. You don't need to be successful in this <laughs> drive. You just need three two-yard runs here, and then punt and take a couple minutes off yes. the clock. But they didn't understand that, and it killed. Oh, that, that's the worst thing to watch. I'm sorry. The worst thing to watch is the Dallas Cowboys parlay kid, and I think uh, they're part of your ache, and certainly my eggs.
2: Yeah, well, Sal, I think the Cowboys, what's happened, right? So uh, I didn't look. I had the Cowboys a little bit on, on some parlays, uh, had the Cardinals on some parlays, but my bet, Sal, is again: you you take your favorite team, and you watch the you you bet your favorite team. You're hoping that they're going to win the game, and they lay a dud, right? That was never a game last night. It mm-hmm. was never a game after the first three drives, right? We, we watched. I I was watching the game with my kids, who are all Cowboy fans, and after at at certain point, we're like, "Hey, this Cowboy defense, the first couple drives, right? They looked pretty." Mm-hmm. Pretty good. We thought, hey, maybe Van Der is back. Maybe this team just needed Vanderesh back. back. Uh, probably really had more to do with Kyler Murray being a little amped up to be playing back in his hometown. And then we just proceed to, you know, not only lose uh, the game, but you're losing a lot of money on your favorite team. And it's just a, it's a terrible, <laughs> terrible thing. And I think Brother Brian and I have basically said, you can't put the Cowboys on anything. You can't tease the Cowboys at this point. You can't mm-hmm. put them in a parlay. You, you can't you can't have a game where the Cowboys are getting you tease them and they're getting like fifteen points because they are capable mm-hmm. of ble- being blown out of every game the yep. way they play. So just scratch them off. They're done. That's it for the year. Like There's so
0: much wrong with this team, parlay, kid. You want to look at Andy Dalton. By the way, that the interception he should have had. Was amongst the worst drops I've ever seen by a defender. I mean, uh, right in his yeah, chest. So it's he actually a nice soft
2: it. pass. I
0: was like, it's close to a fumble. He really <laughs> almost had it there. And then uh, don't worry, there were plenty more. There were interceptions, and his brother Bryce says, um, seven shots at a touchdown. Finally, they got Amari Cooper. And at the end, Zeke fumbling seconds after stirring the soup. How how much how much more are we gonna take of that? He at least
2: took oh, it's it, so uh, ridiculous. He's, feed me enough. the ball, Zeke. Come on, you got to stop. Take the nose ring out, tough guy. <laughs> take it out. It's time. You don't <laughs> come on. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. You want to play the tough guy? Play like a tough guy. Then he starts running out of bounds, right? He had some runs. He's just running out of bounds. He's yep. not even lowering his shoulder.
3: He's you know, like, so it's not being. He's
2: he's a fake tough guy, Zeke. He's a fake. He's a fraud. Get <laughs> I love I've it. I've never liked it. low character. You don't win with low character players. He's one of them.
0: I'm with you. It's gonna be tough to rebound. All right. Speaking of low character, people, Harry, what's your verdict? Uh, <laughs> Well, for
1: it, it, all due respect to uh, your son Maddie, uh, Darren, uh, you just said everybody's a cowboy well, fan. You well, know. giant, giant Maddie's a Giants. Maddie's a Giants fan. Give him get credit where credit's due. He's <laughs> he's seen some. He's seen some Super Bowl championships, unlike your other children have. Yeah. Anyways, listen, uh, I don't have too much of a bed ache this week, guys. I I uh, I cleared uh, cleared four figures here this past week, and Whoa. it could have it could have been uh, it could have been a couple grand. The, if my one bed ache is the overs, I bet these overs. In four games, and last night was ridiculous. Arizona wasn't going over, and obviously, Bri even mentioned Kansas City, at uh, the Buffalo game, uh, when you needed Buffalo. But, I mean, I needed the over, but, like, when you're down 10 and, and late in the third, sh- you shouldn't be taking all 30 seconds of the clock every single mm. play, so that was no good. But on Sunday, I had Browns. I needed that one. Over 50, had 31 points at half, and the real big one that I needed, the Tampa Green Bay over, over 53 it was 38 points at halftime. You got Brady and Rodgers, and you don't get there. Mm. Yeah, the overs—they've caught up.
0: Vegas and Fandle, they have caught up now. I think the overs—the unders were eight and four heading in. So now ten and four for the week. Is that how? I don't even know what counts as a week. I think the unders were ten and four. Yeah. Boy, Harry, Harry's audio is so <laughs> shitty right now. I know Jim's gonna—I know Jim's gonna clean it up, but uh, it's uh, <laughs> so—but it's, it's comically bad right now. All right, yeah, that's a bet ache. Yeah, Harry, when Harry says he cleared four figures, um. He's not talking about weight, but no, when he clears four figures, that's quite a feat for someone who's playing like right. $2 and $3 right.
1: parlays, right? Hey, I hit two $500 parlays. Thank you very much. No way All he right. cleared that much well, money this yeah. week,
2: though, Sal. Because he sent me about 40 losers this no, week. No,
3: no. when and hit he hedged two the winner, and he hedged
2: the winners, too. He hedged on every single winner yeah. he had.
3: Well, that should have been your bet, Harry. Every t- Harry had like three big parlays that he won off of like a $10 bet. Um, it came down to last game, so i don't know you guys tell me with hedging i when it's a ten dollar bet i i don't know, even if you can win two thousand dollars, I'm not really hedging it's just because it's such a such a small he's it got his matter system. it should yeah. yeah, but you ended up costing yourself like a thousand because you hedged three different games, so you, you did. All right. Well,
1: true. But normally, as Parlay Kid says, that last one right. on the parlay is always the hardest and, one. And to you get. can't
3: brag about the Cardinals game, how much you love them because you hedged the Cowboys yesterday and you cost yourself uh, a few uh, dollars. The oh, that's
1: <laughs> a great point.
0: Harry, you bet the Cowboys yesterday. Wow. Look at you. Uh, all right. So it's important to learn things here. Right. So learn. Don't bet UCF. Don't don't bet the uh over so blindly all of a sudden. And don't bet your favorite team, especially if your favorite team is the Cowboys. Mm. I guess if it's Tennessee Titans or something, bet your favorite team. But really, not, not this year for us. And that's another installment of Bet Akes.
4: When a bet makes you sick and you make
1: the wrong pick, it's a bad day. It's a bad day. It's a bad day. Yes,
4: Alexa. all right.
0: It's Bed Egg as I mentioned, sponsored by Prop Swap. Whether you're betting big like Brother Bry or placing four dollar parlays like Harry, Prop Swap here to make sure you avoid those bed aches. Prop swap thousands of buyers across the country willing to pay big bucks for your bets. And this week only, Prop Swap is offering a special World Series promotion. If you sell a Dodgers or Rays World Series bet and it wins, Prop Swap will give you a hundred percent refund. On their service fee. That's right. 100% refund. You got nothing to lose. Go to propswap.com or download the prop swap app. By the way, I bought a ticket Giants to win in week six. I did this two weeks ago when they were about to play the Cowboys. I said they're not going to win until week six. They did win. They pulled it out. Washington misses a two point conversion. Uh, I, I'm trying to run the math on it. I made like 15 to 20% of the original bet. Um, so that's good. I did that on prop swap. I got a Little nest egg there. Bri, you had Giants to win. It's not all that bad. You had Giants to win their first game in week six uh, before the season started, Yeah, that's right? what we
3: gave. Yeah, when we were doing the, um, the vision uh, bets that we gave out. Yeah, NFC's, yeah. When we did futures, the NFC East, yeah. they had that at plus 750. Might have been. Those oh, bets are pretty good. Nice. Everything else I've given out is shit. <laughs> all right.
0: Well, let's talk about uh, the NFL. Let's go to it. I feel bad not starting with the World Series, but NFL is our bread and butter, and this game I can't even pick. Harry, your Giants at Philadelphia. What are we looking at for odds here? I know you like your Giants. You're all hell bent on them uh, get winning the division. You're making a face now.
1: Look, well look yeah, hey look, plus, hey, any, look, plus four, Washington, Washington could be in first place by the end of next week. Who knows? I mean, but the Giants plus four on Thursday night. Yeah, I like this. They've only lost by more than 10 uh one uh one time this year. They've been in their games. Uh Slayton, uh hopefully he's going to play. He's been pretty good for the Giants this year. Evan Ingram has played well too. Uh their defense though, 5th in the league. Blake Martinez is 2nd in the NFC in tackles. He's got uh in the NFL in tackles. Sorry. Uh 14 versus Washington. Um Philly's defense 27th overall on offense. Uh Philly's offense 27th. They've been awful. Uh, they've got injuries all over the place. Sanders is banged up. Ertz is out. I think the giants can win here and get right back in. I mean, they're in the division as it's, as it is, but they're playing tough and look, I'm, I'm not screw Philly. Anyways, they passed on Justin Jefferson. How do you do that in the draft? When you have no receivers, they pick Jalen, Rieger out to TCU. Never going to let Philly forget this. This is so bad. Such a terrible decision there. They haven't gotten anything out of their wide receivers. Giants defense wins this game outright. <coughs>
0: By the way, Harry just did. He made a mistake. I know he didn't mean to. He knows what he's talking about, but he said the Giants are in the division as it is, which is obvious They're, everyone's in the division. That's not the problem, winning the division. But it's so funny because that reminded me of the worst movie flub. Uh, Jim Cunningham, Joel Solomon, you weigh in if you remember this silver lining playbook. Everybody loved <laughs> that movie so much. Robert De Niro actually says, and I think this was the exact scenario when he wants his son to watch the game with him. It was Giants and Philly. Um, there's so much wrong with that movie because he's the bookie, but he's rooting for the home team. But everybody bet against him the home team. But anyway, so but he says, come on, we got to watch this game together. If we win this, we're in the division. <gasps> and it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy <laughs> that they let that go. Nobody took a look at that script. Nobody watched the uh, boom mic guy. The boom mic guy is like, uh, yeah, yeah we'll but Sal, change that. Please, but somebody, somebody. You know that's, that's a,
2: was, a pet but peeve but for me, Sal. Drives I hate myself. it. it.
1: Sal, he did Harry the, wrote that. Yeah, he did have well. the envelope. <laughs> he did have the envelopes with the money in it, though, Sal. That was good. I guess that was good. Just the, the uh, whole I, thing. Sitting, can you give me a
2: consulting job out there on movie sets and TV oh, sets, shit. Sal? Please, we I, would do it. We
0: would do it for free, I, I right? I, oh my gosh, uh, I can't get. I can't give the winner out here because I have to. Uh, I have to save it for Thursday. I'm on Thursday night football. I'm on the pregame show on Fox. I'm going to take a look at this horrible division. I have a solution as to who should win. Uh, how we should award a winner for this division, but yeah, boy, plus four does not look bad. Uh, plus anything in any game in the uh, in a game that means a team could get in the division, as Harry well, says. Listen, all
1: listen, all they got they <laughs> protect protect Daniel Jones against Brandon Graham. Giants win this game, twenty seventeen.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, who knows? Philly's got so many guys out, and Al Sanders is out, and Ertz. I, I don't think is no, playing right. I know he's, he's got he, an ankle he, injury. He's, he's out for he's like out five a few weeks. weeks. Yeah. There is a ton of injuries in this one division. I mean, I know everybody's got uh injuries, but we yeah. make fun of the Cowboys, but Paula kid, they they <laughs> they have anybody they drafted on the offensive line. I get it, some teams make it work. Chiefs make it work. Yep. I don't know. Terrible. Uh all right, let's go to a good game. Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Yep. Damn it, these Tennessee Titans. First of all, they're they're undefeated. They pull out a crazy win. I don't know. I went over this whole thing with Romeo Cornell. I flip flop back and forth with the two-point conversion and the new analytics. But my thing is, as soon as I see Romeo Cornell holding up two, I'm, I know it's a bad move. I just know it. And I'm not even saying that the Texans would have won that game. But damn it, they would not have lost by six when everybody else is betting them uh, getting four. Anyway, I'll move on from that. Tennessee, lucky, good, all that stuff. Tannehill, much better than I uh, thought he would be. And Derrick Henry usually takes the November to get going, but he's shoving guys all around already. Um, top back in the league. Tennessee, plus two and a half parlay, kid. It's weird. It's a little weird that they're an underdog here against
2: Pittsburgh? I, I think so. I, I think it's a little strange that they are un- an under underdog here. I think uh, you guys know I've been on the Tannehill bandwagon mm-hmm. back in his Miami days. I've always felt he was a good quarterback. I think he had to escape... Uh, Adam Gase's reign down there in Miami to to uh, really prove his worth, but I've always been a big fan. Uh, he's really probably in the top three maybe now. I'm not sure what the odds are, but he's in my top three for MVP candidates mm. right now. He's 35. Uh, put, I, is, he, is he top? What's that, Harry? 35 to one I've seen. 30? Wow. I mean, he's been fantastic. and I, I think this line's a little off. You might call it a, a little bit of of a fishy line here. I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, this is the both teams are, are are riding high. Look, Pittsburgh beat Cleveland. They always beat Cleveland. So mm-hmm. should we get that excited about that game? Uh, they have a formula. They know they know how to beat Mayfield. Uh, no Chubb. Hunt is still solid. But Cleveland, uh, you know, I, I'm not impressed with that win. And then you got to look at the other Steelers wins. They eked one out against the Eagles. OK, mm. they they eked one out against a Bronco team with Driscoll quarterbacking that Broncos team. OK, um, and they eked one out against the Houston Texans. So right. is this Steelers team as good as their record indicates that they can go on the road and play another team that's also undefeated and being a be a two and a half point favorite? I don't think so. I'm taking Tennessee and the two and a half points here.
0: Mm. All right. Tannehill on Fandle is 30 to one uh, for MVP. Russell Wilson still. Wow. He's like a minus. He's minus one twenty five without having even played. He's a minus one twenty five last week. Mahomes four to one Rogers plus six fifty Lamar, the incumbent at sixteen to one. And then you get the Big Ben's, the Josh Allen's and Tom Brady at twenty nine to one. But yeah, Tannehill, thirty to one. I get what you're saying, parlay kid. I think Tennessee got a little lucky they had to win like three games with 50-yard field goals at the buzzer kind of in the last yep. minute. So it's you go back and forth with that. They do seem like they're heating up at the right time, this Titans team. And, uh, boy, when Tannehill does that play action, it's because Derrick Henry is so effective, freezes the linebacker. It seems like he can hit these no-name tight ends or whoever the hell he wants to throw to. It's a, it's a bummer to watch for me. I don't like this Titans team. But I do think the Steelers – a little stronger on both sides. Devin Bush being out is yeah. huge. He's the catalyst for that. I do think they win a close game. I don't know why, you know, you got Chase Claypool and you got T.J. Watt. It seems like nothing else really matters. You just work, uh, work around those guys. I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus the points here. Carolina at New Orleans. Brother Bry. the Saints seven and a half. I know we look at the Saints anymore and we're like, oh, man, seven and a half laying a touchdown. That doesn't seem right. Um, but Michael Thomas is supposed to play. I think he got his shit together, and they're a seven and a half point favorite according to uh, FanDuel. You like the Panthers?
3: Yeah, seven and a half coming off a buy. Um, it just seems too much to me. Yet I, I, the Saints haven't proven that they're their they're their old old selves. You know, um, I don't know if they can really blow anyone out. The offense just doesn't seem to be quite right at the moment. Like so, even though it's weird, they're still averaging like thirty points per game. I. I don't know, something, maybe it is Michael Thomas, but again, 7.5 just seems too much. The Bears were likely just a bad matchup for the Panthers, who the turnovers kind of mm. did them in. But their defense has been surpri- playing surprisingly well, especially considering how bad they were last year. So I think, I like Bridgewater here to do enough against his old team to keep this game close. Uh, they've played well in, in New Orleans the last few times, even with crappy teams. Like last year, they went in there, had a close game, um, right. with with no names in there, so I I think they keep this close. I wouldn't probably touch the Saints until you know laying this many points until they can prove it. So um plus seven and a half you seems see like it? a lot.
4: Yeah,
3: I'm gonna jump on it only because it seems fishy to me. If
0: it was six and a half, seven, I'm like, yeah, all right. But I'm I'm reading pulling a Harry here. I'm reading the line. Why the hell should they be favored by seven and a half? Someone knows something. That someone's not me. I'm going to go with New Orleans here. Maybe they do explode 35 points. They get 35, and we see what we think the Panthers really could be. Everyone went a little crazy about it. Bridgewater and Mike Davis, and, oh, they don't need McCaffrey. Well, uh, they needed him last week. But I get what you're saying about that off uh, that defense, Brian, that Panther. I don't think anyone on the Bears had more than 63 yards rushing or, uh, or that much receiving, any individual player. But uh, I do think the Saints will score here. Probably around like a 30 to 20 kind of game uh, right in there. Ten point difference. All right. Uh, Seattle at Arizona. Harry jumped on this right away. He had to take his Giants. He had to take his Arizona Cardinals. Seattle favored by three and a half. Arizona on a short week. I guess it's a short week. Do We count that even as a game that they played last night. My <laughs> God. Um, Harry, I'm going with Seattle. Talk me out of
1: it. You like really? the Cardinals. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cardinals plus the points at home. Second in point differential in the NFC at, at plus fifty-four, one point behind Tampa. They've given up the least points in the NFC. Murray can obviously beat you with his arm. He can also beat you with his legs. Last night, ran all over Dallas. Uh, he leads the NFL in rushing at seven point three yards a carry, six rushing touchdowns. Kirk and Drake, two weapons too that look great last night too. Buda Baker was he signed? He made the Pro Bowl last night on last night's performance alone. His highest paid safety in the league. He was all over the place. He's been great all season. And Seattle, last in yards against. They're giving up almost 480 yards. I know Russell Wilson's amazing. He is great in, in Arizona, too. Only, his only loss in Arizona was the first game he's ever played there. But it's time Thank to you. turn it around. Let's go, Kingsbury. Let's do it here. <laughs> Rise up, Red Sea, against Seattle. Rise up. Come on, Cards. Plus a three and a half. This team's exciting.
0: Uh, first of all, no one should make the Pro Bowl on their performance last night. Last night was just throw that out. I honestly think that's it. Like, you go to Dallas to get your offense right, right? right? Like, yes. teams that don't
1: Look, have lucky, struggled. Lucky he screwed up. He made a a few passes. They could have hung 50 on Dallas' ass last
0: night. <laughs> what are you talking about? He had nine completions. I don't know. I'm not going crazy about Kyla Murray's performance last night. Oh, no, not that, either. He missed passes. I mean, he won't against Seattle at home. It's on. Parlay kid, who is the, the Dallas is like... They, I don't know. They make you look good. I'm trying to think of what boxer you go. You can't. You can't. It's, a, it's an outlier. You can't go by the Dallas games anymore, right? No, you, can't. you can't say, hey,
2: our, our offense is right. No, yeah, know. you certainly can't. You certainly can't.
1: Uh, I, I took Dallas for the Super
0: Bowl. Wow. Who's the middleweight that everybody used to have? Uh, Ortega? No, I don't know. I'll think about it. I don't know. It, it would just be it was just a nice, uh, nice, nice little warm-up opponent. I'm going Seattle here. Had the rest. They have Russ. And like you said, good stats in Arizona. You know, no fans other than Harry outside a garbage can. Really, <laughs> oh, 3,000 3, people. there. 3,000. 3, That's no fans. That's nothing. All right. Green Bay at Houston. This seems too easy. Parlay kid. Green Bay three yeah. and a half. They're angry against this Houston team that can't get yeah. out of their own way. You don't expect Aaron Rodgers to look as bad as he did um, last Sunday against Tampa Bay. Uh, three and a half. You and I are both going Green Bay.
2: Yes. Going Green Bay here. Sal. Um I think I saw the stat today that uh, Green Bay is ten and zero against the spread after they lose against the spread the week before. In the last, you just 10, made that up. I okay? could tell you made that yeah, up. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I read something like that. <laughs> Which kind of makes sense. They, they, you know, they lost a few yeah. last year. Look, I, look, that that's a game for Green Bay. You just put to the side. They're up ten nothing. <clears throat> uh, a couple bad picks by Aaron Rodgers, which won't happen again, and then they just they just lost any rhythm they had. I, a, an injury to their tight end came out for a little bit. Uh, I, you know, I just did, they just seemed off right after that. Tampa grabbed the momentum. Green Bay is still Sal. Look, you've been on Green Bay all year. I, I really wasn't a big fan of them coming into this year, but prior to this week, we would have said they were one of the top four teams in football. I probably. think so. Yeah, right. So we can't judge it by one game. So let's throw that aside. And I think the Texans were rejuvenated for a week with uh, you know a new coach in place. And they you know they fired O'Brien's a couple of weeks here. That's that luster starts to wear off too after a while, right? Mm-hmm. They kind of will revert back to just not being a great team. Deshaun Watson's going to keep them in games. He's a good quarterback, but Green Bay is going to be angry. They're gonna they're gonna prepare real well this week. Rodgers is gonna be at his best. Uh the offense will, will be back to clicking. And uh I think they cover this uh three and a half. May might look like a trap to some people, but I, I think you that's that's what you have to take here.
0: I'm staying with it too. I mean, that, that was just a dumb game against Tampa. Tampa needed it more. I I still don't know what, you know, Harry, you like to say, your brother likes to say games are fixed, but when it was ten nothing. <clears throat> and Rodgers drops back to pass, and the only other game we could watch, the only viewing option we have for the NFL is the Dolphins-Jets, and that game's over. It's almost like the league told them, hey, make this one close. Throw a pick six, and then throw another one that's kind of like a pick six, but just run back to <laughs> right. the three. I don't know. Like on a couple of those plays, I know they ended up having 13 quarterback hits. Tampa Bay and Sue went crazy. And like you like say, David Levante, <laughs> even though it's Levante David. But they weren't really pressuring him up. It was just a bad Aaron Rodgers performance. We're not going to see Aaron Jones put up 23 yards again. <clears throat> That's not happening. I'm with you, parley kid. I'll, I'll live and die with this pick, even if it's a trap. Green Bay minus three and a half. Get it now. Alright, Brother Bry, very exciting. Tampa Bay at Las Vegas. Your team is getting three points. Las Vegas at home. 53 and a half is the over-under. You're scared to pull the plug on Las Vegas. I like them here. This is Tampa's Third straight primetime game. I think it goes sideways for him. I'm going Las Vegas. You're staying away. You're taking Yeah, I'm total. gonna go
3: over 53 and a half. It's funny because when we were looking at this yesterday, I mean the Raiders were getting two and a half. So I was a little worried about the two and a half. Now that it's three, I kinda I do kind of like that a little bit. But look, the Raiders games have averaged 61 points per game so far this season. I still don't know how good the Bucks offense really is. But I'll tell you, st- their receivers are still going to give the Raiders nightmares. I don't trust the defense quite yet. They still have one of the worst D, D coordinators in the league. I love, obviously, mm. I love bashing the Raiders, even though, um, but, <laughs> but the Bucs are going to put up, they're going to put up points. Um, and while I have been impressed with the Bucks defense, I do think the Raiders are going to score enough to keep themselves in this game. So I just get the sense this is going to be like a 31 27 type of game. Um, either way, mm-hmm. and I I like the over.
0: So weird. I I keep going back to that Tampa Green Bay game because it wasn't, you know, the network obviously isolated that game Fox because they had wanted Brady and Rogers. So uh, it ended up not being about them. They had 320 yards combined passing. It wasn't a Tom Brady breakout game. All right, he linked up with Gronk. That's a nice highlight to see, but not much going on. It was Ronald Jones. It was the defense. And it was the fact that they had no penalties, like they had zero penalty yards. This is a team second in the league. They led the league in penalties last year. What does that mean against the Raiders? I don't, I don't know. It could be a penalty explosion, and you just have to be on the right yeah, side of yeah, it, right? For
3: sure, uh, I, I do think that's going to happen. The Raiders' D backs are going to get called for its pass interference. Tampa is going to take a lot of bad penalties. Mm-hmm. I think in this game, um, I will say also, I didn't talk about this earlier, but in the Green Bay Tampa game. Um, I had the Packers getting 11, getting eight, getting 14 at 10, nothing <laughs> at 10, nothing with the ball. It's like, wow, this was this couldn't have worked out any Jesus better. Christ. And I was like, holy shit. I mean, I don't remember a game turning that quickly where you're like you were. I'm sure you, were Sal, 10 nothing were so confident in the Packers. And then, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like.
0: And there was nowhere to go. There was nowhere to go. The Dolphins-Jets game was over. We had nothing. <laughs> I think we had to wait an hour for the baseball game so, and then the Sunday so night bad.
1: game. What would what, what a Packers been to not score another point at when they're up 10-0 that early? Uh, what would they have? Good Lord. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure you had that on a 50-cent uh, parlay somewhere.
0: I don't know. Uh, well, there you go. That's uh, six games. I think we did okay there. All right, that's football. Now on to basketball. Not really, but I do mean to mention Turner and FanDuel announced a partnership for NBA on TNT. This is great, guys. By the way, they already have the best game show, right, on television. Forget sports inside the NBA. Can you imagine they're going to let Barkley run free now talking (laughs) about gambling? Now FanDuel (laughs) is tied to Turner and TNT. Unbelievable. A lot of partnerships been announced in sports betting. This one... Has a potential of being really great for the reason I just mentioned. Fandle tastefully trying to merge sports betting and live sports content on a national scale to greatly enhance users' basketball watching experience. Starting with the 2020 NBA playoffs, I was really impressed with how Fandle provided value to basketball telecasts and excited to see how the partnership unfolds in years to come. It's a testament to Fandle as a leader in the market and their selective and who they want to partner with, including Us here, the idiots here at Extra Points Network and how that comes to life for the best experience for sports fans and customers. So thank you, FanDuel. And here's another gambling gift from FanDuel. Same game parlays throughout the NFL season. FanDuel will refund the first same game parlay you lose on any NFL game each week up to ten dollars. That means you could bet a different parlay risk free every NFL week, all season long. Harry, you're the king of ten dollar parlays. You could do this pretty simple. All you have to do is combine multiple bets from one game into a single parlay. That way, the payouts are even bigger when you win. Harry, do you have a same game parlay for the Thursday night game? I know we're we're a couple nights away. Give that give everyone an example what that would look like.
1: Hmm. Let's see uh, what Giants plus the four. okay, and uh, under with that defense.
0: Well, all right. I mean, that's not really in the spirit of the same game. You, you could do that. You could kind of do that anytime. Harry, well, what's still looking no, at? He's like Giants, do, I get Giants, repri- Giants. I don't know. I get,
1: repri- I get reprimanded for uh, everything that I do. So I got to be careful yes. about what I decide let's to go do with. Da- Daniel this-
3: Jones over rushing yards. Let's do that.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. Daniel Jones over Russia. Harry, you're the king right, of about, trying to okay, stack parlays. You try okay, to how, stack parlays at okay. every turn, and now FanDuel's <laughs> giving you an opportunity to stack right. a parlay, and you're
1: like, oh, I like the Giants. All right, you ready? Right I'm going to give you one right now. I'm going to give you one right now. Giants yeah. plus the points Yeah. with Blake Martinez over whatever his number is for tackles. Like okay. I said, third in the league in, uh, in, in tackles in the NFL, Blake Martinez.
0: There we go. Great. There you go. That's just how it's done, all right? You could jump on Harry's pick if you like. Uh, Go somewhere else. Do it another way. Don't go anywhere else. Go to Fandle. But the point is, it's risk-free. You could do this all year long, $10 every week. Go ahead and bet it. Get $10 back. If you don't win, do it all season. Uh, I should mention Fandle, the only sportsbook app where you could play these same game parlays. Listen up. If you don't already have an account, just sign up with promo code against all odds so they know we sent you. And if you already have an account, you're good to go. Promo code against all odds. Do it. All right. Let's talk baseball. This is pretty good World Series, right? Fox wasn't stuck with Rays Braves, so I think they're happy. Um, what? I have, this is the first time in a long time, I should probably have, been, I had this written down, but that a National League team is favored in the World Series by a minus 200 or more. They're minus 210, according to FanDuel, over the Rays for the series. The take back is plus plus. 176 uh, for the game tonight. Kershaw starting against Glass now. Kershaw minus 170, Glass now plus 148. Parley kid, real quick, is there uh, an athlete? I think we've discussed this before, but he kind of blew it again. Um, yeah, they overcame the the uh, meltdown. Wasn't even a bad Kershaw meltdown. I think it was like four runs in five innings. But you look at his ERA and everything else; it's almost double compared to the regular season. Is there anything like that comparison sports to his discrepancy between postseason and regular season?
2: Yeah, I don't think there is, Sal. I mean, we understand that uh, sometimes hitters' bats go cold uh, mm-hmm. in these playoffs, and you might have a guy that had an extraordinary season but has a really bad playoff. That can happen, especially with the bats. It's unusual for a pitcher who always puts out such, such good numbers right. to then just Go the total opposite way. It's it's very rare for a pitcher to do that, uh, Kershaw for some reason. But disclaimer for me, I have him uh, eleven to one to win MVP uh, for this series. I, oh, I nice. think if he can win tonight, maybe win another game, go two and zero. I think he'll get the uh, the votes there that uh, he may need. So if you think they're gonna win tonight, maybe I think look this Tampa team. I I, I have it on extra points today. Mm-hmm. Um. They averaged six hits a game in that series against the Astros. Six hits a game. They mm. don't hit the ball. They really don't. They hit some home runs. They'll play, you know, some small ball, but they don't hit. Uh, so I think Kershaw 11-1, by the way. I, I know I, I kind of just I'm throwing that out there right now, but yeah. that's, that's not really my best bet for this series. But I do think Kershaw, if he can win two games, I think he's going to – I'm not saying it's a sympathy vote, but I, I I think people will rally around him. He'll get some votes. So yeah. if you like them to win tonight, and maybe he steals Game Five for them too, eleven to one is pretty good odds for Kershaw for MVP.
0: I'm with
2: you, I like that. Well, I think we both like Dodgers in six at plus yeah. plus three eighty. Right. Nice. I, look, I predicted but the uh, uh, the Lakers to win in six over the Heat. Now look, mm-hmm. we got the two LA won the basketball. Tampa mm-hmm. won the the hockey. Right. Yep. So. This is kind of like a rubber match for the cities right here. I think the Dodgers are just a better team, right? I, I know that the Rays come at you a lot of different ways. Is this the Dodgers year? I, I think it is. Uh, after that Game Seven performance, clutch. Uh, I think they're just a better one through nine. Their lineup is just better, and we'll see that in this series. So probably can't. be six and looking... six at plus three eighty.
0: Pretty six good odds. Good. I like that. I like it very much too. Um, what do you think Kershaw is over under for strikeouts tonight? Is
2: um six and a half? Yeah, it's yeah. seven.
0: I want to go under. I want to root for him too, but at seven, uh, I don't know. They 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 don't, these guys it's, go four hundred sometimes. Uh, that's I don't know the problem.
2: The that's the problem. It's so yeah. hard to say what that's gonna ha- What's gonna happen there? But I think they All need right. Kershaw to give them some length though tonight, Sal. I yeah. think they. I, I think in game one they'd love to get him through. Six or seven
3: innings. There you so. go. All right, brother, Brian, you're going against brother Darren's pick. You like the yeah, Rays? So the um, I am on the Rays big time, plus one seventy six. Full disclosure, I already put a lot of money on the Rays at plus one seventy six. It could just be it could be an angry bet after this weekend. I don't know. I'm trying <laughs> to get a lot back, but the odds t- um, the odds are weird. It's too high. The Rays were plus one twenty against the Yankees. I know that's a five game series, but still. Um, They faced great lineups already between the Yankees and the Astros. I mean, you could say those lineups are comparable to the Dodgers, Um, but uh, the Dodgers definitely go in in stretches where their lineup just goes, you know, cold against good pitching. Tampa definitely has the better overall pitching, especially when you look at their bullpen. Sometimes it looks unhittable. They held the Astros to three, even though, again, they didn't score. They didn't score more than five runs in one game and against in seven games against the Astros. But. They held the Astros to three runs a game. And again, I think that lineup is as good as the Dodgers. Plus, they'll have Kiermaier should be healthy this series. He barely played in that last series. I thought he was really like their second best player. Um, but I'm betting this mm-hmm. purely based on value. Also, I can't stand watching some of the pitchers on the Dodgers. Their hairstyles between that Krusty the Clown, May guy, Gonsolin. Gonsolin. <laughs> Though every time those guys come in, I get annoyed. Um Plus I think they cost me in some bets in single games. So um I don't know. So I like the Rays. 170, 176 seems like I l I don't know. It's a it's a lot for, for two of the bet the two best teams playing each other right now. Bry just
0: needs to say his Yankees were the second uh, uh, best nah. team. I, I, uh, you I know.
3: The parlay kid, the parlay kid
0: has grown up, but it did. It took him till like he was like forty five, forty six years old to let go of this thing. But yeah, I know Bry still has it.
3: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't even care about that anymore. I actually, I think, that I? I probably bet Tampa against the Yankees. So, God. <laughs> There you go.
0: Uh, all right, Harry, you're going MVP. You're staying away. Well, I guess you're taking the Dodgers if you like uh, Mookie bets to win the MVP, right?
1: Yeah, I like bets at nine to one, but I do think this series is going to go seven. I, I, it's not just going to be handed. to The Dodgers. Rates are relentless. I think this is going to go seven, but the Dodgers take it. Bets at nine to one. he three hundred sixty-five million dollar deal. They that's what they went out and got him to put him in this position. He's betting three eleven in the playoffs. Ten runs scored. He's heating up lately, though. Uh, five for his last twelve. You know, he's betting three twenty against the Rays in two thousand eighteen. So or two thousand nineteen. So I think uh, this is a situation where he leads off. He's going to get plenty of, plenty of bats. I think he's going to take the MVP. By the way, we've never mentioned bowling. I think on against all odds either. Good. By the way, just, player, just, just throwing it out there. Mookie Betts has three perfect games bowling, by the way. <laughs>
0: is that right? Now you <laughs> think they'll, I don't think they figure that in though. In the MVP, I know, they probably right. didn't, I but, know. T- but yeah. at
1: nine to one, they went out and got him and he's a the star there. So I think he gets it done.
0: Yeah. They, they really just, they really, you know, they're like, Hey, Hit a seven ten split for us, and if you get a couple of hits now and then, that's a bonus. Yeah, that's why they signed him. Um, hey, Seager was fourteen to one for MVP. Corey Seager, shortstops lighting it up, down to eight to one. He's like less than Mookie Betts now. It's crazy. I don't know what six,
1: six homers Sal in the playoffs. I got it right here, Harry. It's my freaking
0: guy. Of hey, course, uh, I know he has six uh, homers, fifteen and, RBIs. And, yeah, uh,
2: Sal. Just so we can explain too, um, like kind of like um, like the NBA. This the MVP is just based on the world series. Yes, this is just world series. Play, right. Right. So cuz yeah. in hockey it's it's Con Smythe, you know, Smythe is everything. Con Smythe is it's continuation from round 1. Uh baseball's like the NBA. So you could throw all those stats out um, right. it's true. at this point, right? So I got you.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at who's hot here and like who's a weird this is uh it's just weird. I mean, would you ever think Corey Seager would be 8 to 1 only to win the crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. The
2: MVP eight, yeah. And and yeah. Harry, Mookie Betts' defense has been phenomenal too. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal.
3: There, yeah. There's for a sure. lot of a lot Thanks of a lot has. of fun MVP lines. I mean, literally like any anybody yeah. could win it. There's, there's a lot of good ones. Yeah. Might Turner's watch. like
1: 17 to 1.
3: Who? Turner.
0: Yeah, we might want to uh, twenty twenty five to one on Fandle. Wow. Harry, just have the Fandle odds in front of you. It's not that hard. <laughs> um but, yeah, uh, yeah, there's a lot. Uh, maybe watch one game and then uh, jump on an MVP after that. Or take it now. All right, that's baseball. That's going to be fun. That kicks off. It uh, doesn't really kick off. First pitch on Fox tonight, I believe, 8-15 Eastern time. Big Ten football. I did a lot to get Big Ten football back um, going for the U.S. of A. We didn't do this for the SEC. We didn't look at odds or anything. But because Big Ten is starting this week, let's do it. Now, I asked you guys, I was like, let's just – You know, if you have a best bet for the conference, give it to me. There wasn't a lot of enthusiasm. I don't blame you. Every year, why the hell do we even go over it? Ohio State, minus 300. Wisconsin, 6-1. to Penn State, plus 650. Michigan, 20-1. to Now, in previous years, we've been able to bet the the Big Ten north and south, right? Is that how it was? It was north and south, so you could take Wisconsin at even odds or something for the south, whatever it was. You don't get the benefit of that this year. They're just lumping them all together. I think, right? I think that I know they everybody it has seems their like games. that. The yeah. season ends December twelfth. Um, kind of right in the middle of bowl season or right right when it'll start. But anyway, for week one here in the Big Ten, give me your best bet. Uh, Parlay kid, you like the uh favorite to win the conference. Ohio State is a big favorite this week as well.
2: Yeah, I think they're uh 27 and a half point favorites here. I think Ohio State's been itching seems like more than anybody to get back on the field. Justin Fields is uh, uh, one of the top quarterback prospects in the country. Um, They have no time to waste here uh, in terms of, you know, establishing themselves as a top team as Clemson has really stepped on the gas uh, here lately. I think Ohio state wants to kind of keep up with them and Alabama, et cetera. And I think a big first game will, will be the right step uh, in that direction. So, I, I think they got a big performance here Game One. I think they've been preparing for this for a while. Uh, I think they cover this and they win this game against Nebraska. big, very big. cover that twenty seven and a half points. It's
0: gonna be fun.
1: all right, Harry, what's your pick? You have the yeah. Friday night game, right? I'm gonna take yeah, I'm gonna take Illinois plus nineteen and a half at Wisconsin. Their quarterback returns Brandon Peters. Uh, for his senior season, he had 21 total touchdowns last year, only eight picks. They upset Wisconsin last year at home. And uh, Wisconsin, no Jonathan Taylor anymore. He's with the Colts. He had 2500 yards last oh, year. And also, the leading wide receiver, uh, Quintez Cephas, 900 yards, seven touchdowns. <laughs> He's a Detroit Lion now. Look, Illinois also forced 28 turnovers last year, 28. Uh, I like this team. That's a ton of points, 19 and a half. Getting your quarterback back against Wisconsin.
3: I'll take the 19 and a half of Illinois.
0: All right, there you go. All right, brother Brian, let's go three for
3: three with these. I'll screw it up, but <laughs> you guys go three for three. Plus, uh, Harry, Wisconsin starting that freshman quarter. It's supposed to be really good, but um, yeah, uh, I'm going to go Minnesota plus three and a half versus Michigan. It's a great game out of the gate for the Big Ten, um, I'm gonna, but I'm going to go with Minnesota getting the points here. Uh, they had an awesome 2019 season going 11 and 2. I think I actually gave that out as the over last year. Harry loved a lot of their games last year. I do think um, PJ Flex, one of the best coaches in college football. They returned almost their whole offense. They have the second best quarterback in the Big Ten and Tanner Morgan back. While they lost a bunch of defensive players, Michigan's still, their mm. quarterback's still an unknown in this game. I think it's going to be the kid Milton, but he's barely played. He's only gotten a few snaps. So. In Minnesota, give me the points. Um, I'll take the three and a half here.
0: There you go. Well, that's definitely the best matchup of the weekend there, in Minnesota, uh, Michigan. Hey, another good coach, Kirk Ferentz for Iowa. I like them minus three and a half over uh, Purdue. They kicked the crap out of USC in the Holiday Bowl last year. I think it was like 49-24. They have Spencer Petras that uh, replaces Nate Stanley, who drove me crazy. That's one of those quarterbacks that yeah. just drove me nuts, right? Remember, he's gone. Um they have senior receivers: Smith, Marset, Brandon Smith should help uh, uh, Petra Salong. Jeff Brom, Brom is the uh, he used to be the Louisville quarterback, right? He's a coach for Purdue. I think he starts sidelined for COVID. He's a good coach, but he starts side- and when I mean sidelined. He can't be on the sideline. They have not named the quarterback yet. Purdue. I like Iowa minus three and a half. Those are our uh, Big Ten picks. Brother Brian, Minnesota, Harry, Illinois. Parley kid, Ohio state minus 27 and half. And I'm going to go Iowa minus three and a half. Not really many good games other than that in college. Right. Am I missing something? Pitt, Notre Dame. What the hell? What am I missing? An uh, Alabama, Tennessee?
3: Like Alabama, Tennessee. Alabama, Tennessee. Wait, wait. Yeah. We, we got, what? we got Syracuse, Clemson. Oh my God. They're, they're oh, getting yeah. 44 and a half, Harry. Holy 44, shit. 44, baby. Yeah, I, I saw
1: 46.
2: <laughs> Holy moly.
3: <laughs> Let's look at this for a second. I want to say.
1: Is it 40, yeah. what a, 54 on a 10 point tease, Brian? I love to do it, oh Eric. God.
0: God, it just looks so weird looking at some design. Liberty, I saw we get what they did to Syracuse minus 10 and a half over Southern Miss. Uh, Brian, you mentioned Alabama, Tennessee. That's the three touchdown right. game, yeah, right? Yeah, 21 yeah, and a half. Yeah. That's it's so crazy. Pitt, Notre Dame's 10.5. Yeah, it's not. Uh, we didn't go over Penn State, Indiana, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that, that could, could be a good, good. game, Penn, yeah. Penn State, six and a half. Now um, she six and a half South Carolina. No, thanks. Not bad for the rest of the year. Uh, oh, Miami, Virginia is not bad. 11 and a half. Miami's favored. What? Why do I miss did they take uh, Syracuse off the board? I'm not even seeing it anymore. in Fanduel
1: They do they court. They're having to start a different quarterback. DeVito's out. Seats. They should. <laughs> so, yeah. uh,
0: Clemson 44 and a half over under 61. And a half. That's pretty good. Hey, Joel Solomon is telling me that they're naming Tua the starter, the Dolphins So that's fine. Oh, wait, um, are they really? Oh yeah! Uh, uh, is that true, Joel? That's Joel. Jump I mean, that's, on here. That's is that great. true?
4: It, it, it is true, and uh, and and there's now a rallying cry to get Fitzmagic to go to Dallas.
0: <laughs> How is that going to happen? <laughs>
4: <laughs> but no, the two apart is uh, true. Congratulations! Uh, I, yeah, interesting. Man,
0: wow. So that doesn't happen really ever, right? He's so not the, happy? The I don't Dolphins know. are in in second place here, right in that division. The Patriots and their Fitzpatrick went three and three with this team, and now I, it's two. I want I'd to be see happy, two. be happy.
3: Be happy about it, Harry. Be happy. We want to see two. I mean, I don't know. Listen, I, listen. Old, I got. I, I mean, how many times do we see? I it? got Miami for the devi- I know how to many the times division do we see this with one Fitzpatrick. Yeah, guys.
1: Same.
2: Harry's got forty bucks on Miami to win the division at eleven you to one. You do not so yeah. settle down.
0: I do too. Do, I do too. I will. I will accept a, a few white lies here and there, but you do not have a hundred dollars on Miami to win. Eighty-four dollars <laughs> on Miami at ten no, to one it's, and it's
2: eleven it's already, to
0: one. It's already gone down.
1: It's it's Eighty-four dollars at yeah, eleven so to one. That's what
2: I'm saying. It's just constant. It's absolutely to win
3: constant. the division.
1: To win the division, yeah, but you, sh- you
3: should Let's, be happy uh, about Tua. There's only we say this every year. Fitzpatrick gives you a few good games, and then you're like, oh, all right, the Dolphins who we thought there. I love it. Yeah, I think it's the right be, time. It's perfect. How, how much it's more perfect for th- it's not, it's not perfect. the right how time? Much more, how much right more time. fun is it going to be to watch the Dolphins now? It's so much more. Yeah, it's Absolutely, watching Fitzpatrick no, is plenty no, fun. Please stop it. Just Come stop on, it. Harry. What's going happening?
1: happen? He's, 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 very efficient this year. Not turning the ball over, and they're winning. They're
3: off. Uh, they're off. Guy, this week, guys, uh, uh, Dolphins. Right. So that's my fantasy team is yeah. really bad, so I'm going to be picking up Tua. So, guys, nobody pick Tua up, please. Good. <laughs> He's all yours, Brian. I, I, I can't take it. I start the wrong quarterback, no matter what. Hey, that
0: brings us to our unsponsored segment, the Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the degenerate trifecta and I set sail, tackling pretend propositions related to sports and pop culture events. Mike Doc Emrick announces retirement. One of the great announcing voices in sports. In a way, he's the best out there, right? In in terms of what you have to do for the job. I don't know how these guys can tell what player is what player, right? And it's so damn fast and Emmerich stays on top of it and makes it exciting. Um, And because he makes it so exciting, we were starting to think which announcer, not ring announcer, but which announcer, broadcasting announcer, would you like to announce your entrance each night when you came home from work now, Joel Solomon, the the pig, wanted to change this to which which announcer would you want to have announcing sex with your uh, partner? But I said, no, oh, nobody wants gosh. to see. It. no, we don't want Joel. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that. We got Harry here. There's not a, good, a lot of nice visuals there. But anyway, <laughs> so we changed it. We uh, sanitized it a little. Which announcer would you like to announce the entrance each night when you come home from work? Mike, Doc Emmerich. At three to one odds, Gus Johnson, five to one odds, Tony Romo, seven to one odds, Booger McFarlane, uh, 150 to one odds. There you go, Brian. Or the field at minus 180. Um, all right, Harry, let's start with you.
1: Well, if we were doing sex, I would definitely want it to be Vince McMahon from Vince McMahon in the 80s. Oh my goodness. Anyway, that's uh, <laughs> who I am. Gus Johnson is 450 is pounds plus. <laughs> <laughs> look out. Play <laughs> in the hammer. Well, anyway, uh, look, Gus Johnson is good and he makes even an extra point sound meaningful, but I'm gonna go off the board here, the field, and I got a tie. I got a tie between my Syracuse guys, Mike oh. Tarico oh, and Sean McDonough. Look, met Tarico three times. He's so fantastic. He, he, when he was with Gruden on Monday night, it was the best Monday night crew ever. And Sean McDonough, by the way, uh, Sal, if you recall, uh, one of the great calls, his probably most historic call was when we were watching the 1991 playoffs between the Braves and the Pirates. We were yeah, at a bar, yeah. and Cabrera got the hit. It was a great call by McDonough. You it's flipped true. over like four tables, uh, eight chairs, furious. I was very upset. <laughs> very upset that. Uh, <laughs> It, it, ridiculous. But, I um, mean, you know, listen, and by the way, both guys, their next mistake on the air will be either guys first because they I never get make mistakes.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> so because he had a great call 30 years ago, Harry oh, was great.
1: McDonough's is great, too.
0: I like McDonough, but also that this is flawed because this is supposed to be your entrance each night when you return from work. Well, how is that happening for you, Harry? What do you, <laughs> what
1: you oh.
0: Harry, Harry, I'm working
1: 24 seven, my friend, the,
0: the dog crap outside. He puts it away in the bin and then, uh, all right. Then he's got uh McDonough waiting for him uh. to come back. Congratulate him. All right. Parlay kid. What's uh what's your, uh, yeah, so
2: I'm rather understated. Right. So I, I don't really like the grand entrances. If I was playing right. baseball, for example, I wouldn't come, I wouldn't walk up to any music to the plate. I I'd be oh. one of those type of guys. So I'm going to take Tony Romo here. One, uh, is he doing this from my inside my house maybe when I'm coming in or is he broadcasting? <laughs> yeah. I'd love to just be able to hang out with him again uh, at some <laughs> time. But I also 12. think what I like about Romo, <laughs> he he doesn't really have to broadcast me coming into the, the house, but he can kind of predict uh, you know, what's happening. So as I get out of the car, maybe he can read my body language. <laughs> uh, you know, it is parlay. kids getting out of his car and it doesn't look too happy right now. Uh, maybe lost another wager today, uh, alerts the kids in, in the house, uh, to what may be happening and, and my wife before I come in that type of thing. So I think Romo, uh, just because, uh, of his, uh, of his uh, intuition, uh, with things, uh, I I'd like to have him there for me.
0: I agree. I think it would be funny. It'd be funny. I have Romo also at seven to one I, I, for the same reasons. Um, yeah, I think it would be good. Like, all right, Sal's walking in the house. He's uh, going to pretend to take a plum. He's going to go through all the fruit, but nope, nope. He opts for the brisket. Yep, yep. There you go. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I said it. All the pre snap calls ahead of time. Romo would be great. Harry, you didn't like that. Uh, Parley kid said he just wants to hang out with. You. Did they get a duh or a big
1: duh or a double duh? I, I, well, it got a duh, but, but also it seems, you know. Maybe if, the, you know, if there was a sex video, I don't know if Darren would rather, uh, you know, be with wife or be with Tony Romo. I don't. Oh, know. Jesus. Uh, we, we went off the sex. Video. All right. Brian, I heard a snicker out of Brian there, too. When, says the guy,
2: mentioned. says the guy who's,
1: yeah whatever. I want. Yeah. All say. right. We can, we'll get off this. Brother
0: Brian, what do you think?
3: <laughs> well, I do think Gus Johnson to me, I think would be the best. Uh, Sal, you yeah. do on your other podcast, you do the cami over under stuff. This is the mm-hmm. ideal thing for cameos, right? A Gus Johnson, these guys watching game film or whatever and and or of your kid and doing, like, announcing, a, right. like, a great play. You know, if if Harrison you know, scores a soccer goal, having them announce it would be so much fun. This is ideal uh, for them. But, yeah, I do think Gus Johnson narrating me coming home. Uh, I will say myself being, like, a germaphobe, especially during COVID, me coming into the house, uh, just basically narrating mm-hmm. every one of my moves, Uh, Just screaming it. I'm taking my shoes off. He's wiping down his phone. Here he goes. He's taking his clothes off. He's getting in the shower. I feel like that would be that would be really fun. And I do think this should be some type. These should be some type of commercials as well for Gus Johnson. Just doing narrating just general shit that uh, people do. And maybe they had it. I don't know. No, but men
0: obviously that we like Bob Mennery and he that that's kind of his thing. And then Buck did it during the pandemic, he would do it a little bit, but Gus is great, he's so good. I love Joel Klatt, too. That's a that's an yep. underrated, great Hall of Fame team. Uh, Mike Doc Emmerich obviously uh, inspired this, he's he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Um, all right, Jim Cunningham, what do you have for an announcer? Um, I was thinking from the field, we left out a lot of
4: people like John Madden or al michaels Mm -hmm. or um Mm -hmm. any of the guys that announce like the fifa soccer games like in spanish who are going like insane when you're not doing anything at all (laughs) anyway but Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go
0: with um a new york icon see if you guys remember this lady i an auditor from Cooper's and Library.
3: Good evening, it's Friday, May 21st, 1993. I'm Yolanda
0: oh. Vega. Now, here's tonight's number.
4: <laughs> Remember her? Oh, Yolanda, Yolanda woman, Vega. Yolanda Vega, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. That's who All I go right. with.
4: What happened I to have her? no idea if
3: she's even alive, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
0: her. Well, Jim is getting on a plane shortly after this podcast concludes, and I, I think you should track yeah. her down. I'll try. Uh, maybe she's lonely during the during the pandemic she's probably listening you're allowed to call me <laughs> right, call jim Cunningham. reach out joel go ahead who joel who do you want calling your your the sex with your wife
4: Phil's i mean am sex with my wife would be Susie
0: Waldman <laughs> from the yankees oh
2: <laughs> no no, no.
0: <laughs> boring i think he's kidding i think he's,
4: <laughs> it's hard to no, tell I'm, I'm with uh i'm with jim here famous spanish language soccer announcer andreas Cantor. He would be so exciting every night. He's pulling up to the driveway. He got out of his car. He's walking up. He's home. (laughs) There you go.
0: Joel is home. That would be my guy. All right. There you go. That's our uh, Riverboat Casino. It is time, fellas. I know you've had a lot of time to think about this. Sharp Tank. Um,
3: What were our records last week? Uh, One and two. Parley Kid and I. One and two, right?
0: Harry, you won, right? what did you remind everyone? What did you have last week?
1: I had a teaser. I had the Cleveland-Pittsburgh over uh, 44 on a teaser. So it lands 45. I get that. Oh. And I had it with uh, Dolphins minus, uh, minus two. Oh, that was easy. That was a nice one.
0: All right, start us off. You're the hot hand right now. And also 5-0 and on extrapoints.com with your free picks. Give us uh, another weekend winner.
1: I'm going to go to college football. I'm going to give it another shot here. College winner uh, is Louisville, minus four and a half at home against Florida State. Now, look, I, on extra points, I gave out Florida State pretty much outright to beat North Carolina on Saturday, and that's what happened. They just they were pumped up for this game. Everything worked out right. The quarterback that they had in there uh, was fantastic, Jordan Travis. He's injured, though, here going into this game a bit. He's going to give it a go. But Florida State in, in five games, only one player has a pick on their defense too. Uh, Florida State. Again, like I said, upset, but still Louisville here on the road last week at Notre Dame held the Irish to only 12 points. I like Louisville here. I like Ian. They held Ian Buck to just 106 yards. Their wide receiver, 2-2 Atwell, is going to lead Louisville to a victory here. I just think this is a little fishy with the line. Louisville minus four and a half. Uh, they've they've lost four in a row. Florida State coming in after beating UNC. I like Louisville minus the four and a half. Like I said, 2-2 Atwell. The wide receiver has a big game. and they Yeah, get yeah, it done.
3: yeah. You just want to say 2-2. Two, two, <laughs> two, two, by at double Atwell.
1: digits, by the way.
3: Louisville by uh, double digits. He's going to be sending us a text of that guy's name. Uh on Saturday All for right, sure. Uh, two, two. <laughs> three exclamations. <laughs> two two with his
1: two two touchdowns in the first half. Uh
0: I kind of like
3: that. All right, brother Bri, let me hear you out. What's your uh best? All right. Point? Uh my sharp tank pay I can't get two in a row, uh, two, yeah, two in a row right here. Um I just explained <laughs> to you how much I hate Central Florida and don't don't, don't do touch, it. don't, don't do touch it. any of their games. But you know, I'm gonna go over in the Central Florida two-lane game, over 71 and a half. Tulane's last games have averaged 80 points. Um, watching these two games against SMU for Tulane, against SMU and Houston, they cannot stop the pass. So I, watching these UCF games as well, I feel like UCF is going to put up 50 points in this one. Tulane is going to score at least a little bit in here. I have a feeling this is like, you know, a 52-35 mm. type of game, very high scoring. But again, I, I, I would normally generally take the over in these UCF games but um, especially now, I feel like their defense is much worse than it's been in the last few years. All right,
0: uh, parlay kid, what do you say? Yeah, you know, let's, huh?
2: let's take a little trip down to uh, you know UFC Road here, Sal. It's uh, it's been a while. <laughs> um, we have a great card uh, this weekend. Does At UFC Road hour. lead lead right to Fight Island? <laughs> I, fight I gotta get a map. right, to yeah. it, right to it. <laughs> right to it. And, and look, it's a weird. It's weird this week because of the timing of it, right? I think. Uh, The main card is starting at uh, two o'clock, two p.m. Eastern Time. Is that right? Okay. Uh, A lot of that has to do with uh, it enables Khabib's uh, fellow countrymen to be able to watch him at a respectable hour, Hmm. I believe. So they're doing the right thing by him there. Uh, So I'm taking a a two fighter parlay here. I'm going to take Whitaker, uh, and I'm going to take Khabib. Uh, Whitaker, I'm going to take Whitaker to win by decision at plus two twenty. Guy's been in with the best fighters. Uh, I I just think he's a well-rounded fighter. He's a tough guy. It's a three-round fight. I don't see this. I I see it going the distance and Whitaker winning by decision. And Khabib versus Gaethje. Look, I love Gaethje. I love him. But Khabib, to me, is the best fighter on the planet, pound for pound. Um, He can stand up. He can go to the ground. Uh, Look, we've always wanted to see uh, Gaethje wrestle a little bit in these fights because he's an Mm all-American wrestler, and he never really does. This is going to be his opportunity to show it off. But I think uh, Khabib uh, is just too well-rounded, fighting for uh, his father, who he lost recently. I, I think he gets this fight. Uh, th- you add that up, if, if Whitaker by decision, Khabib to win, uh, plus 314, Sal. So I really like that uh, mm, this good weekend. One. And it's, it's a great card. Take a watch, everybody. It's going to be fun.
0: Then it is. Early, forget Khabib's countrymen. How about how about a, a respectable hour for the East Coast Americans <laughs> right now? Watching these, I mean, you can't True. get a main event before one in the morning that's on the, a good on the point. East Coast. That's right. That's so that's what, right. I don't, so what will it be? Will it be like six o'clock or what will it be on the East Coast? of no, that fight. That's that main to go Up
3: at like four thirty.
0: Only four thirty. Yeah. Wait, what a minute! It starts at yeah. two. Main cards main at, two, card's at so two. That five five. Oh, main cards at two. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. I see. It's really all right. good. All right. Um, Harry, I'm going to jump on yours. Louisville minus four and a half. That does look a little fixed. You seem to have your uh, finger on the pulse of this garbage uh, FSU team, and uh, you were taunting poor Tate. Everybody had was uh, had Tate's back with North Carolina. FSU barely won that game. Very exciting uh, ending. But I'll go with you, Louisville minus four and a half, cause, be, be, mainly because it doesn't make sense.
1: Right, it doesn't. But also, let's not forget like, – a couple of weeks ago, Florida State was losing at halftime to Jacksonville mm-hmm. State. So they got there emotional. Go. They pulled it off last week, but they they lay an egg this week in Louisville.
0: All right, don't talk anymore, Harry. I <laughs> might change my mind. All right, all right, four minus four and a half. All right, guys, that's it. Parlay, kid. What do you, what are you up to? Uh,
2: another much, Sal. At the at the chalk talker. Um yeah, hey, big fantasy week for me this weekend. I got off the Schneid. Uh, my 0-5 <laughs> team smacked uh, Harry's 4-1 and fantasy team around this weekend. Nice. Um, except, you know, if it wasn't for a late Drake uh, touchdown, that, it was a blowout. Um, yeah. I, look, Harry's team is just, his fantasy team isn't that good. Record aside, um, my <laughs> team is definitely better. Uh, than his. That's for sure. I don't care what the <laughs> did you record, did so... you
1: Did you draft Russell Wilson in the seventh round or did I? Well, well, all right. So congratulations. <laughs> um, and I Chubb. Chubb goes down for that was brutal. Thank uh, you, Dallas. Uh, don't, Thank don't, you, don't, Cowboys. Don't talk about for injuries that.
2: and fantasies, Harry. Everybody's got them. Yeah,
1: and, really? and by the way,
2: yeah. speaking of beatdowns, Harry is getting beat down by this guy, Ben Kelly, yeah. on Twitter <laughs> on oh, a really? daily basis. It's obviously this stems... guy, this guy, like you don't know him, like <laughs> look, you're not. Well, like I can tell you this. And I know guy where it Twitter. stems from. You know, Harry invited him out for drinks one night. They went yeah. out and Harry stiffed him with the bill. And and and, and that's that why right? this guy. Look, that's exactly what <laughs> happened here. And Normally, I might do that. Harry but that move. wasn't the case. and though. I don't blame Ben. And now Ben just tears him apart. And everything Ben actually says is pretty true. And he's look, he's done some good. He's had guys do cameos. Right. Mm-hmm. How great is that? Uh, yeah. The Blandino one that he just had on Harry. Absolutely fantastic. Good job by Ben Kelly. Absolutely destroying Harry on a, <laughs> a not even a weekly basis anymore. On a daily basis. Let's get Ben on one day and just have him go at Harry. We'd love wow. to see it.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, Paulie, kid. Let's get him on right now. Let's put <laughs> oh, him on here right now. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why the hell not? Jim Cunningham, <laughs> let's put him on right now. We got Ben oh, Kelly checking <laughs> oh
1: boy! Oh, boy.
0: Ben is connecting to audio. Ben, congratulations. You've yeah. been trolling Harry for, uh, for the better part of a year now. You did meet up for drinks. You weren't impressed. And uh, you just go after him every
4: chance you get, right? Hey, let's get one thing straight. Harry used me the day we met up for drinks. Harry used me. And here's how. No, no, let me explain. I tweeted and said, hey, I'm in Cal- or I'm in Phoenix to watch some baseball games. Harry said, oh, you didn't message me or hit me up. I'm like, oh, that was kind of classy of Harry. Nice guy. Do you want to go get drinks? He stood me up most of the day and said, no, I'm busy. It wasn't until the parlay kid said, well, what are you doing? That's a real dick <laughs> move. Come to find out, Harry met up with me because – Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James are staying at the same hotel I was. So Harry used me so he could oh, try wow. to sneak up right? on LeBron James and try to say hi to him. Yes, because the first thing he said was, hey, where's LeBron? As hey, See, I, he
1: said to me. Ben, I did point out to you. Ben, I did point out to you when J.R. Smith was on his, like, ninth cigarette outside. I did point that out to you.
0: Don't yes. try to make friends with him, Harry. It's too late. And, and too late you did for point that. Peter ben, what's your biggest problem yeah. with Harry? I know you troll him. I mean, it's it's uh. what first of all, what the hell do you do for a <laughs> living aside from trolling Harry?
4: Yeah, well, I work in student loans, so like I manage and okay, and uh, uh, I'm a loan service right. provider for, for and loans. so
0: what's your problem with Harry? Why do you go? Why do and you so, love going after him so
4: much? Well, the genesis of why I don't like Harry, it's really simple. One day in your guys' infancy podcast around christmas time you guys were saying hey let's bet for charity you guys came up with some li- some really nice charities what did harry come up with oh that's right that's one charity off the top of his head harry was so lazy to be honest with you You even told him what we were doing. He couldn't even look up a charity to play for. I said, I said, I said autism.
1: He doesn't love boobs. That that covers a lot. Or something like that.
4: You could even name a charity. You could even name the Make a Wish Foundation Breast Cancer Awareness. You could even pull a George Costanza and make up a charity. I was. I was offended by your laziness. So I said, F this dude. I'm going to give him the full wrath for the rest of my life. And I'm going to write it out to part By right the way, here. we secretly like predict,
0: uh, we think we love Ben, but we feel like he's gone off the rails a little bit. And we think this is going to have, this is going to have a sad ending. Um, <laughs> now, Ben, how crazy are you, Ben? Is it, is it just, is it You're just going to be continue, continue to troll Harry on Twitter, or could this get physical down the line? Go
1: ahead. Hey. Harry, don't be me I can't troll you. Ben, give me a little bit of love. A little bit of love for that Florida State call. Come on.
4: Harry, you're 0-6 on your best bet. Last week, you went 2-5. You want luck and credit when you go 2-5? And, and you're 0-6 on your best bet. Bet and you want credit i ain't a credit card company harry i don't work for credit
1: card companies. Listen, the, the, I credit. listen i will give you credit i don't give you much credit on twitter either but i will give you credit on the blandino uh that was pretty good that was excellent good job Can, on that. Let, let me
0: just tell everybody ben uh, yeah. bought a cameo ben's out like 300 <laughs> listening to our dumb podcast here between all the cameos but he bought B- dean blandino had him review harry's catch my, um, sorry, uh, Vince Young threw him a catch a few years ago. We were at a, uh, we were at some kind of a clinic. It was a fantasy football thing and, uh, he threw him a catch and Harry made the catch and Gene Blandino reviewed it and said, no catch, uh, much to our delight. You could check it out on Twitter. I'll, I'll retweet it, but nice job there, Ben. How does this end Ben? But really with Harry, what do you think?
4: It ends with Harry giving up gambling or stop giving out losers. That's that's how it ends. I'm doing it for the people. You think I enjoy ripping you on do. Harry? You well, do. What I mean, do I do? But I'm really doing it for the people. I do it. But I'm doing it for the people. I mean, really. Just like Thank the you, ben. kid. Thank man, you, Ben. And we there. can't
3: have this turn into a friendship here. So, Ben, you're going to have to continue continue to go off no, on this You know what? I th- no, no. I th- ben, I think you, ben, I
1: think you were yeah. a little bitter no. because I didn't visit you in Salt Lake City. A little bit.
4: No, you were no, all I'm over me that day, though, I Ben. Was being a gentleman, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I was being a gentleman. I tried to extend you an <laughs> olive true. branch. I sent Sal a cameo yeah. of Hugh Jackson, the man yeah. he loved to rip the most, who went one in thirty-one, a loser, and oh. you couldn't even bring that up on the podcast. So I said, "Oh, my." So I thought to myself, "My real point, my my real <laughs> fault there." Mm. Well, be nice to ben, nice. I actually
1: wanted to bring that up, but uh, Parlay Kid didn't let me. So I'll tell you, yeah, the, sexual t- t- sure, t-
0: sure. the sexual tension between these two right now, if we could just have <laughs> Sean McDonough uh, come out and call it, it's, uh, it's really phenomenal. One last thing, because I know a few of you, uh, everyone has to go, uh, Ben, you'll like this. I heard on good authority that Harry is driving his girlfriend's mother to the hospital Despite the fact that she has a car, he's driving her every day to the hospital because he's not allowed to visit her himself. Um, but we think that maybe he is allowed to visit her and he's just dropping her off. I don't know. I got the second hand, Harry. Why are you driving her every I'm, day to the hospital? Well,
1: I, it was only one. It was only two days. And right. Angie's been out back home and her mother's staying with her and helping her with her mm-hmm. recovery. And I'm there plenty, too. All right. Well, people are saying you're
0: unnecessarily driving her. And um, it was you know, she, uh, it was two she days. She has a car. And- she has a car. I think
1: you're she doesn't know the area. Well, she doesn't know the. the you know. All right. A little older. Ben.
4: <laughs> well, I mean, the bigger concern is Harry's unnecessarily endangering
1: everyone else's <laughs> life on the road. because You know what? Kent can Ken. Ken? Ken? Ben, ben. I mean, I mean Ken I mean, would say that you, Ken would thing. say you're correct on that. Ken would say. That. Yeah,
0: I think we have a picture of Harry driving yeah. somewhere in there. Well, uh Ben, thank you for coming on. I
1: Oh, well, wow, there's a the picture of Harry driving. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't my shades. Uh, that's your body though.
0: Yeah, it's your stomach, it's your belly.
1: Uh
0: Ben, you have any uh, any parting words here as we but leave? I, you have uh, anything to plug?
4: I think the most important thing question you asked me was, why do I hate Harry? The real question should be, why do you guys tolerate Harry?
1: I mean, really, I'm the that, nicest that guy in the, the world, real, Ben. The, the, I am the, the nicest guy in
4: question. the
0: world. I think Ben is the nicest guy. I mean, he's buying all these Ben, Maybe we art. maybe
1: maybe yeah. we can make up Ben at a Utah Jazz no, game. No making yeah, up. Yeah,
4: No, 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 no. I've offered you tickets <laughs> and you'd be smirked if <laughs> they weren't good enough for you. got a better team. <laughs>
0: I direct messaged uh, Ben. Oh, oh! <laughs> I direct Cleveland messaged Brown. Ben, asking him if he wanted to come on last night, and it was eight seconds before he's like, "I'm fuck, I'm there, <laughs> I'm doing it." So nice, and it was worth Very it. Good. Thank you, nice. thank you uh, for Guys, coming on.
1: Thanks, ben. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Ben. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead.
4: And one last thing, I spent. I, I looked at the twenty-five dollars and I said I could do one of two things. Waste it by betting on college, Harry's college gambling, or I could rip Harry's heart out by getting Dean Dean to say it was a no catch. And guess what? Harry, what would call. be nice.
0: Harry, you, you're a big winner. You won over a thousand dollars. Why don't you send some Ben Ben's way? You get get a Western Union thing going and and uh, ship yeah, it out. Yeah.
1: You t- you take you take money orders, Ben. <laughs> there you go. Done. All right, guys.
0: Well, this was a lot of fun. Uh, ben, you may become a regular here if uh, if you're around at this time every every Tuesday morning. <laughs> we'll see what happens.
1: By the way, Ben, who do you like this? I'd like to get one of your picks ahead of time. I haven't
4: had the chance to study it and listen to the Parlay Kids' great wisdom. There we go. But I'll figure out my picks. Oh, boy. Research. (laughs) You got to do research. We're in it to win it. We don't (laughs) Uh, make picks willy (laughs) nilly. All right. We
0: have to go. This could go on. You don't know Parlay Kid that well, then. (laughs) (laughs) For the Parlay Kid, for the (laughs) Brother Bry. For Harry and for Ben Kelly and Jim Cunningham, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.